everybody. This is a different view than we normally have. I'm not sure the best way to um, to light it, but this is us tonight. Good evening. Uh, let's see as everybody starts to join. This is a little different. It's a lot brighter. Okay. Uh, so welcome everybody. Um, there it is, take two. Hopefully the audio will work a little bit better on this one than on my phone. I'm not quite sure why it's not working, um, but whatever. Uh, all right, well listen, if you are new to Tipsy Tuesday, uh, you may know that the rules are you uh, should be in jammies, um, but uh, it's a special night, so maybe you're still out doing something fun. Uh, a special glass of something in hand and no bra. Uh, I think I only am adhering to one of those rules tonight, but whatever. Uh, it's special. It's Valentine's Day. I know, it's so exciting. So uh, we have lots to share with you tonight. I have, because it's a special day, it's Valentine's. You know we love to do some trivia questions and answers um, based on the holiday. So we have some Valentine's Day trivia. We also have an announcement for our spring tour. So we were running around uh, all day today trying to get everything uh, put together. Nope, in the ER. Well, that's not good. Um, yeah, I'm not Kelly. I'm still all put together. It snowed like crazy in Vegas today. Nothing stuck. Why can't I hear you? What? Viola, mind your business. I'm kidding. Um, the last few hours in my 30s. Oh, Deanna. That's a sad day. But it's all great. <laughs> I want black leather jammies. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> These are not jammies. Becky, unless you're drunk and then they're jammies. Um, so, um, wrapped in a blanket is considered jammies. So, you are all set. Um, so, wine, etc., from my husband, still good. Um, all right, good. Well, welcome everybody. We're happy to have you. Heading to immersion. Ugh, ugh, Bobby. Good luck to you. Anytime anyone's having a kidney stone, my heart goes out to you. Um, so, uh, so yeah. Uh, between wind and Valentine's Day and party. Happy Galentine's Day. Been in my jammies since 3 p.m. Central. You are living your best life, Melanie, and I congratulate you. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, crazy. All right, so it's Valentine's, so, um, Boob, can you show everybody your hat? Here. Can you come up here and just show everybody your smallest hat? Boob. Come. You want a treat? <gasps> you want this? Do you want it? Okay, it looks like I'm crazy. It looks like you're not actually here and I'm talking to myself. So maybe you could just stand up for a second. I don't know, Sue. When I was doing my renovations, I lost the picture of my dad. It's somewhere in a safe place. And I don't know where. Look, she got her smallest hat. Uh-huh. Eileen, I did do arms today. 
and I could barely lift them when I left the gym. All right, that's all I needed was that you guys know that she's real. Okay, let's go. All right, so um, she has been baking Viola, so it's been a great day to be around Diana because she's doing another Valentine's Day party this weekend because my sister's coming to town, so it's all good. All right, so here we go. I thought we'd go through some Valentine's Day trivia, and then we'll do our announcement. Um, it looks like a Lego head. Do you know how many people I told the Lego head story to today? And everybody was like, what are you talking about? I'm like, guys, it was in the news. It was a real study. And it doesn't sound like a real study, especially when all the markers that they were using were called fart and chart. So whatever. But that's the kind of powerful scientific data we like to share with everybody. Uh-huh. So... There we go. Tank Top Brian is coming this weekend. Um, Lacey, that sounds like a wonderful dinner. Um, so yeah, Ugh, made myself a steak and cake campus. I would like to be hanging out with you. All right, here we go. Um, all right, here we go. I did not know this. this is the first one. We're gonna do some Valentine's Day trivia. It says, here's the question. Before X stood for a kiss, what did it represent? Okay. What did it represent at the end of a letter? Hmm. And not like a letter in the alphabet. Like if you wrote a letter to somebody, you could put an X at the bottom. Uh, oh, Tana, thank you so much for becoming a subscriber. You are in for a lot of uh, before X stood for a kiss, what did it represent, represent at the end of a letter? Kathy says a signature. It was a signature. These are not correct. I never knew this because every time my mom makes out a, um, a card, she'll always put XOXO at the bottom. She also underlines words in the card. Does anybody else's mom do this? She will... Um, Andrea, you're right. It's actually standard for the cross. It, I guess, was a Catholic or Christian thing, and it was the cross. Mm-hmm. Um, what Valentine's Day candy? Oh, now this is going to go down. What Valentine's Day candy was first created on equipment made for lozenges? Mm-hmm. Hold on, I have to go get the charger for the computer. It's going to go off, but think about it. What candy was first made on a machine made to make lozenges? This is the best Tipsy Tuesday we've ever done. Just this plugs okay. You know it's fine. It is conversation hearts or sweethearts. You are not wrong. Um, do you always underline? And here's the funny thing. So my mom underlines every card that she gives to people. 
So like if in the card, on the inside of the card, if it says, I love you with all my heart, she will underline twice. She'll underline love and then she'll underline heart, right? So I don't know if she noticed. I don't even know if she's here. But that's just her thing. So she would underline words in the card as if she wrote it. She was like, no, listen, I didn't write it. But I'm going to underline these words. And then it'll be like I wrote it. I don't, does anybody else's mom do that? Because it's like a, it's like a thing. So now <laughs> when I gave her her card, um, let me plug this in. Um. When I gave her her card for Valentine's Day, and it said, like, you're the best mom in the world, I, I went through, it's charging. Um, do you do it? It must be a thing, like, you know you're not actually, isn't it an Italian thing? So what I did on her card, Di, if you're here, tell me, if you, I bet she didn't notice, but for the card that I got for my mom, <laughs> if it said... You're the best mom in the whole world. Um, I underlined all of like the prepositions, like none of the love words. It said like you're the, and I I I highlighted the. Don't eat my bourbon. Come here, smells. And um, like if there was like the the or uh. <laughs> As an homage to my mom, but of like a, it's a, it's a generational thing. No, I did not give her the card with the invisible ink. That was Dean. Dean, for whatever reason, um, gave my mom a card, but the whole card he wrote out with an orange highlighter so she couldn't read it. But like with the nicest, like with the nicest words in it. Um, but you couldn't read it and it was hilarious. There was, that was on Instagram. There's a lot of stuff on Instagram. If you're not following us on Instagram and by us, I mean, just me, uh, you should, because the videos, I had three videos of my mom. He did get her a card. Uh-huh. It was fun. Alejandra, it says you're a 34 month subscriber. <gasps> Cheers to Alejandra. Did you know you're having an anniversary? Uh, look at us. Look at us. Oh, now my phone wants to work. Okay. okay. Mm -mm. No, it wasn't my card. It was Dean's card. No, mine was in regular ink, but underlined just the word the. Or like your. <laughs> she didn't even mention it. Oh, we laugh. Dean, we laugh. The toe video will live in infamy. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Too much of everything. Elaine, I hear you, but... There are some good dog and cat videos on Instagram that I just love. In fact, um, when I was in the hospital, I just remember my king, um, my king, what did I just say? Too many, too many bourbons. Wow, 28 month subscriber. Courtney, look, it says all of your anniversary. That's so nice of you. That's really lovely. All right. Okay, here we go. Here's an, I don't know this. Maybe you do. Here's the question. A single red rose surrounded by baby's breath is called what by a florist? It's not just called a florist. I had no idea. 
What? A signature red rose surrounded by a baby's breath is called what by florists? Anybody know? Oh, thank you for my stars, everybody. There is a special trip announcement, Lisa, Lisa. We're just building it up. So it's like real exciting. You know, they never do announcements at the top of the show. They usually have a lot of tech issues, lose sound, and then go completely off and then come back, but have a nice dress on. And then the announcement. Thank you, Chef Tetra. It's not a spray. Berlinda, you're going to love it. Um, just commenting to see how many months. <gasps> Thank you so much for my stars, everybody. Where are we going? Betty, that was very kind of you. Thank you. Um, oh, my gosh. What's happening with our stars tonight? You guys are lovely. Uh, it's called Cheap. <laughs> Andrea, Andrea, do you have the answers? Because it is a signature rose not called a spray it's called a signature rose and I'm on it's not a nosegay letters to Juliet are sent to what city every year does anybody know what that even means a cheap date <laughs> a cheap gift oh Aaron I don't know why that's not working but I appreciate you um I don't even know what that means letters to Juliet are sent to what city every year are people writing letters to Okay, here's a good one. I don't It is Verona, Italy. How do you guys know this? Eileen, how did you know it was Verona, Italy? What does that even mean? Letters to Juliet. Does that mean something? And I don't. Joliet, Illinois. Different than just says Juliet. Somewhere in Italy. Verona. There's a movie. There's a it's a movie. What are you talking about? Alright, now here's a good one. Ready? This is a good one. This is for everybody looking for exercise. Here we go. Kissing increases most people's heart rate to how many beats per minute? What? There's a mood. Not Joliet. Julia. I have never heard of this movie. I taught Romeo and Juliet. How old are you? <laughs> is it My Fair Verona, Romeo and Juliet? Look at us learning things. All right, 120 beats per minute, says Jennifer. 100 beats per minute, says Kathy Lamb. I did not know it was set in, in Verona. It is Ruby wearing her smalls hat. Depends on who I'm kissing. 95, 20 beats per minute. I think you're dead if it's beating at 20 beats per minute. Whose heart is beating in 20 beats? <laughs> if you're kissing somebody and your heart is beating at 20 beats per minute, stop kissing them because it's not working, um, just so you know. Uh, 150, 95, these are all good guesses. Um, 133, very specific. The answer, it says, kissing, increasing, in, kissing increases most people's heart rate to at least 110 beats per minute. All right, here we go. All right, there's a lot of people that know Romeo and Juliet. Let's see if you know this one. William Shakespeare mentions Valentine's Day in which of his plays? Oh. Let me start kissing people to get my heart rate up. Oh, oh that was from my mom. <laughs> it was funny until I saw it. It was my mom. 
and then it wasn't funny. Mm-hmm. Dad, did you hear what I just said about your card? I don't know if you know. Is my card still around? Uh, I bought like a jumbo pack of cards, uh, like a couple of them. And then I said to the kids, everybody, because I made, this is the first year I made all the kids give cards to each other and then cards to my mom. But it was like a couple packs, like of different cards. But instead of everybody picking a different card for my mom, we all gave her the same card. So she has four of the same card. Um, it is Hamlet. You guys are a lot smarter than I think you are. I'm going to be honest. I... Maybe you're just a lot smarter than me. <laughs> I don't know any of this. Um, Di, did you read my card? Di, go pick up my card. And I want you to read it. And I want you to tell me if you notice anything about it. I don't think you were here earlier, so I don't think you heard what I said. Yeah. Damn, I need a kiss. Mm -hmm. Oh, I ran and got your card and read it with all the fancy underlines. Did you notice it before I told you? You didn't even say Thing. I don't even think you really took the time to read the card because it was hilarious when I was underlining all of the thes and you didn't even mention it. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, you should have seen. Okay, so I made the kids all write cards to each other and then they were supposed to write cards to me. But while I was writing the cards specifically to Jacqueline, she was getting on my nerves so bad and I wanted to tell her that I loved her but I, it was hard because she was getting on my nerves. So I wrote that in the card. And I said, I love you so much. Sometimes it's hard, like now, when you can't stop saying the word blank, because she was saying the dirty word. I'm not going to say the dirty word. Um, I did not notice the underlines when I first read it. See, Di? You got to really look. All right, here we go. Okay. This is a hard question. It's a literary question, and I will be impressed with anybody that gets it right because I am not, I would not get any of these. Here we go. Pay attention. This is for smart people. If you don't consider yourself smart, just take a drink. <laughs> just stay out of this conversation, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Cynthia. Here we go. Good Charlotte's My Bloody Valentine was inspired by what story? I can tell you he's not going to get it. Me, Diana, wore out. Why are you crying? Come here. You want some popcorn? Come here, Mom. Tell Mom. You want the popcorn? I'll read it again. Good Charlotte's My Bloody Valentine was inspired by what story? Snow White, no. Carrie, no. Valentine's Day Massacre, no. I mean, my class give each other compliments. Yeah, no, it's hilarious. Unless they're saying dirty words and then, yeah. <laughs> I think I'm having a stroke. <gasps> Katie got it! The Telltale Heart by Edgar Allan Poe. Let's hear it for Katie. Katie. She's not really having a stroke. She's trying to make a joke, and now she got, like, everybody calling the local police office. She's fine. This is a callback. 
poorly timed callback. <laughs> She's not that having a stroke. <laughs> Listen, no one can actually like ever have a stroke. If you're having a stroke and you're around anybody from One Funny Mother, do not say, I think I'm having a stroke. No one will believe you. In fact, we'll laugh at you. So we're going to need to come up maybe this. I don't know, but do not say, I think I'm having a stroke. No one will help you. Just side note, just so you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, it's going to be hard. All right, here we go. How many heart-shaped boxes of chocolates are typically sold each Valentine's Day? Mm-hmm. You guys, telltale heart. Elisa, Tara, you're all the smart people here. Mm-hmm. Yay, Google! <laughs> um... Yeah, not everybody remembers that commercial, so that might come across some kind of way. Uh, how many heart-shaped chocolates are one billion? Too many. Mm-hmm. Tara's like, I got it. I love Poe. Seven million. Higher, Sharon. A lot more. Marie, one million. Thirty-six million is crap. No, thirty-five million. I was like, how are you guys getting this? 35 million. Mm-hmm. All right, you're never going to get this. Ready? I love making these assumptions. What insanely popular website debuted on Valentine's Day 2005? Listen, I'll be impressed. What in and this specifically? What insanely popular website debuted on Valentine's Day in two thousand and five? Mm-hmm. FaceTime. Kathy's right. It's YouTube. Tandy's like Tinder. Just the sex app. <laughs> it's YouTube. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Wow. Okay, this one might hit a little too close to home. Are you ready? What percentage of coupled up men, this is worded a little weird, don't make plans in advance of Valentine's Day? So this is saying, what percentage of men who are coupled up in some way with a lover don't make plans in advance of Valentine's Day. What do you think the percentage is? Um, no, the answer was YouTube, not Tinder. This Tandy tried to be funny. She um, I thought YouTube was older. No. Mm-hmm. A thousand percent. Ninety-eight percent, including mine. 72%, 75%, 35%. Marie, you are married to somebody that does things then. Cheryl says 79%, 75%. Jim Wagner says 95%. Um, so what percentage of men who are coupled in some capacity don't make plans for Valentine's All the percents. <laughs> 50%. My husband said 90%. 68%, very close, Trish. 600 was Trace. I don't, Jennifer said 600. Just people. 
the answer is 64%. Now, guess how many unhappy coupled up women there are. Do you want to take a guess? It's, it's all math. Does anybody want to take a guess at what percentage of women will be single soon? It's just, it's all math. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's it's actually uh, 80%. So, what? All right, here we go. What fruit, Diana, this is for you. I know you like to talk about vegetables and fruit. Here we go. What fruit was once known as love apple for its alleged aphrodisiac properties? What? As he's like, single life is amazing. I did not forget to get myself chocolate for Valentine's. Mm -hmm. What fruit was once known as a love apple for its alleged aphrodisiac properties? For its alleged, what did I say? I don't know. Pomegranate, pineapple, cherry. I'm in the hospital. <laughs> Diane, that is not the answer, but we say our person. Uh, pineapple, passion fruit, pomegranate, strawberries. None of these are right. Strawberries. Nope. This is, I think this is, okay. You guys aren't going to get it. Strawberry, passion fruit, pear, no. Love apple, I think pomegranate. Grapes make wine. Tomato. Uh, Kathy, you are right. It is a tomato. Also known as a tomato. I don't, is that a fruit now? What fruit was once known as love apple for its alleged aphrodisiac, aphrodisiac properties? A tomato. I'm going to tell you something. I've had a lot of tomatoes. <laughs> and I've never had a tomato and be like, oh, yeah, no. Hmm. Interesting. All right, here we go. So I missed this whole... Uh, a Granny Smith apple. Now see, if that was in a pie, I'd be like aphrodisiac. Yeah, tomatoes are fruit because it has seeds. Oh, Duty Judy got it. Seeds make it so. Hmm. Okay, here we go. All right, so I was saying, I missed this whole part of dating. So there was like what we'll call regular dating where you just went out with any murderer that you met at a bar. And then I got married and then there was speed dating, right? So that was before all the apps showed up. I don't really know much about it. People just moved from table to table. And then came internet dating of some kind. So I missed this. However, the question is, the first recorded speed dating event was held in what year? Hmm. The first recorded speed dating event. Now you're going to have to take it back because a lot of you are old like me. So you're going to be like, well, let's see. When I was dating, there was no. And then YouTube started in 2005. We all just learned. So where did the first recorded speed? 1999, 1995, 2008. Lisa Kane, you are correct. 1998 is the answer. And you think about it, 
<laughs> I don't like tomatoes. It explains so much. Um, I wonder how many people got married from speed dating, right? I can't imagine. I mean, I guess it's kind of like internet dating. Like now people just swipe. They don't even give you a chance to talk. They're like, nope, nope, nope. Mm-hmm. We did not announce the tour yet. It's coming. Two more minutes. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Okay, here we go. This is a big one. This is the same. All right, we're on our last few. Here we go. All right, here we go. Two more questions. Okay. The oldest living love poem. <gasps> was written on what? Mm-hmm. I wonder how many people got divorced from speed dating. Oh, you're not wrong. So, the oldest living love poem was written on what? Mm-hmm. Thank you, Paige. Um, there was a character in the show talking about dating as why, right? Yeah. Um, a stone, no, it's not a stone tablet, but you're close. A napkin, a cave wall, parchment paper, a napkin, written on papyrus, papyrus, I don't know how you say that word, a tree, a leaf, a tree, no, close, but not, a bathroom wall, a dirty bathroom wall, a palm leaf, stone tablets, you're getting me, it's a tablet, but it's not a stone. It's not a cocktail. I would like to believe that somebody sand, a matchbox, a body part. <laughs> I don't know how we'd still have it. Parchment paper. In a cave. Clay. Brittany Beach. <gasps> Brittany Beach is here. Oh, you guys. Brittany Beach. Let me tell you something. Before we got into like the pandemic and like really like growing this community there was a very small but mighty group of crazy people that followed us and Brittany Beach was one of them and there's an amazing video Brittany Beach is like so young and adorable and I was like why are you following me she's like you're so fun I was like you're like 12 uh, but she's adorable but that was probably gosh seven years ago when we were on tour and Brittany came out she was I was I had one fan it was Brittany and then she was ordering stuff from us. And then there's a video of Brittany opening up a package from us. When we used to have the bow on the package still, it was really nice. And then she fell out of her chair. Oh, we laughed. Oh, I haven't seen Brittany in forever. But you were right, Brittany. And I miss you. Um, dirty fig leaves. <laughs> a slate. I don't know why. No, the answer is a clay tablet. I wonder what it said. A clay wall through pictures. Play tablet yeah post the video oh I gotta tell Stephanie she gotta find it so it was a funny video though Brittany uh-huh um, all right last question and this one's gonna hurt a little bit okay um, so here we go a tombstone yeah, Stephanie knows it because Stephanie and I cracked up about it. I don't know. We'll have to find it, Steph, and post it. All right, here we go. What is the Guinness Book of World Records record 
for the longest marriage ever recorded. That's it's a long time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it said, do you love me? Yes or no? That's probably what it said. Um, is that your strategy? No. It's a long time. So think about how long people live. Um, what is the Guinness World Record for the longest marriage ever recorded? 79 years, 65 years, 74 years, 87 years. You guys are so close. I think somebody said it. I think it scrolled up too fast. 110 years. Brenda, what is wrong with you? <laughs> you would have to be like 120. <laughs> 101 years. Angel, what are you talking about? Uh, you guys cracked me up. How old? You had to get married at like seven? Okay. There's a lot of drunk people here, uh, but I like your spunk. Uh, the answer is 86 years and 290 days. The fact that they're including the days means that somebody made it 86 years and 200 days. And they were like, we did it. And then somebody did 90 days more and ruined it. And that would piss me off, I'm going to be honest. But can, how long do you have to live? If you're 86, you should be 100. And that would have been 14, right? I'm not good at math. But both of them would have had to have lived to like 105, right? Because that, that would have been old. So, did they get divorced? I think they just died. They were just so sick of each other. Like, just take me. I just want to die. I just can't. People got married young, but like, even if they were 15, they both had to live to 101. Can you imagine? 101. And they're like, till death do us part. I'm like, take me now. I can't. There's a very funny comedian who you should be following. I don't know how much he does on Facebook, um, but his name is Brad Trackman. And he's a very funny guy. He's like local to here. And he has a bit where he talks about marriage. And, um, and he says that, you know, his wife, who he's married to forever, had said to him one day, like, like, will you love me forever? He was like, forever. I'll just love you forever. And he, she said, well, okay, but what if I die? And he was like, okay. She's like, will you get remarried? He was like, I don't, I don't know. And she was like, but I mean, I'd be okay if you got remarried. And he was like, okay, I guess, sure, I would. I'd get remarried. And he was like, she's like, okay, well, let's say that I, that I died and you got remarried. Um, he was like, okay. She's like, so when you got to heaven, though, and like, we were both there. Like, who are you gonna be with? <laughs> and this is the epitome of every woman crazy. It's like, okay, but when you're dead though, like which one of us are you gonna pick? And the way he presents is so funny. And he was like, I gotta be honest, um, till death to us part, frankly, I'm free. I don't really have to be with either of you. I'm probably gonna play the field. It was just so funny and it just always stuck with me because like only a woman would come up with that and be like, listen, I just wanna be clear that if I'm dead, then I mean, obviously I'd want you to love again, but just until you got to heaven and then you're gonna be with me again. And he was like, I'm out. Mm -hmm. My parents are 66 years together in September. Oh, Kathy, that's beautiful. Um, so Brad Trackman is the comedian's name. And if you're not following him, you should, cause he's very funny. 
Um, but yeah, I've seen this bit. Yeah, Marie, you would have seen him. He's local. Uh, you might have seen him around here. So anyway. All right, so let me get my notes from Wendy. I have some marching orders uh, from her about the tour. Um, so we are excited. Where'd it go? Here it is. Okay. All right. So we are super excited. We have lots of people waiting to post things. Um, I think Stephanie might have posted, let me look. So, you know, these tours um, have definitely been something new that we started. Uh, never would have done it before the pandemic, but as we kind of grew this community and we were coming out of the pandemic, it really started as a total fluke to go to this, uh, you know, ridiculous furniture store in Massachusetts and it was kind of like let's get some drunk ladies to go uh, and it was amazing um, and uh, you know as we have continued to to grow the tours and meet people from all over the country um, it's been really lovely to uh, kind of see the power of this ridiculous channel and the people that are in it and all of you contribute to that in some way whether it's going on the tours or commenting while we're on the tours and enjoying it um, and just there's so many people that have become stars in their own right from just uh, you know their personalities online or their personalities in person um, tonight, I, or today, Steph and I were going back and forth, uh, and we put together a video, uh, compilation of the three or four <laughs> events that we've had so far. Um, so if you didn't get a chance to see it, we posted it, um, earlier this evening, um, which is like a, a sizzle reel of all the tours we've been on, um, which was really nice to see and see all the great friendships that have come from it. Um, and to date, we've done Massachusetts, which was our first tour. Um, we did Ohio and Louisville, uh, which was Bourbon in the Big House. And then we stayed close to home for Christmas this year and did our Jingle Your Dream Catcher, uh, which was um, great this past Christmas. Um, but one of the part, a lot of the feedback that we got was that we hadn't really done much on the West Coast or even remotely. And I think the most West we got was Ohio, which isn't really West. Um, we're not going completely West, uh, but uh, we're getting close. Um, so I'm very excited. Let me see what Wendy wrote for me to say. Um, okay, so let me put this here. So this tour, I'm gonna put this in here. Hold on. Hold on. I don't practice these intros, so it's just gonna be. It's not Denver. Um, so don't forget, I did come to Denver. I don't think that this is west of Denver, but it's close to it. I wish it was Hawaii. So here we go. So this tour is called Rock Your Peacock. What? Yeah, you're going to be sick of saying that. It's in, I don't know, it might be in Western time, but I think it might be not. Um, so this tour, we are headed to 
San Antonio, Texas. Oh, the Texas chapter is going to lose their mind. So we are going to San Antonio, Texas, May 19 to 21. And we are super excited about it. Um, we were going to have lots of details coming to you. Um, but uh, save the date is... Uh, I think it's already on the tour page. Wendy and Jeff put together some great graphics for that. Um, so uh, I'm not going to give all of the things away. Uh, I love San Antonio. Uh, Steph and I fell in love there uh, many years ago. Um, we had a string of shows at a great theater out there, and we scooted around. It was in the fall. Um, which was a great time to go. Um, this one, the Riverwalk, yeah. So we'll be staying on the Riverwalk. And um, on the schedule, we have a, a winery on the schedule. We have a boat cruise on the Riverwalk. We have uh, historic sites of San Antonio, authentic Texas barbecue, a rodeo. Um, so there are... Um, lots of exciting things. Uh, San Antonio is one of my favorite places. So uh, we're excited to be bringing the gang out and hopefully meeting lots of Texans out there as well as anybody else. Um, yeah, the winery is going to be great. Texas bar barbecue. Uh, Wendy won't stop talking about we're going to a rodeo. I don't know that I've ever been to an official rodeo. We have one in New Jersey, but I don't think it counts. Um, so yeah, Shikendra, it's a good one. So, um, honky tonk bars, whatever that is. Um, so, um, tickets and all the information should be up by next Tuesday. Um, is there a limit of people? Uh, no, um, you know, we're always slightly limited when it comes to buses. So I think on average, you know, the first 50 people, um, are probably definitely in, and that's like a rough number. But once it goes over 50, it has to go a lot over 50 in order to get the second bus. So some people might just be on like a waiting list until we can hit whatever that number is in order to add the second. We still have to figure all that out. Um, but, um, but yeah, we're super excited. It is after Mother's Day. I believe it's the weekend after Mother's Day. I haven't been there in five decades. It's a great city. Um, so May 19, let me just look real quick. So in general, um, our tours will always be, um, you know, uh, in May, it'll always be uh, after Mother's Day. Um, and hopefully you can just say to your kids, like, listen, we all know you buy me crappy gifts. Um, so just, you can get like a gift card from One Funny Mother Tours, um, and hopefully, you know, you know, use that towards, uh, the cost of the trip. Um, the website says tickets are going to sell Friday, the trip, but that's a Tuesday. I don't know. What's today? Let's see. Yeah. Tuesday, the 21st, next Tuesday. So we'll announce it next Tuesday that they're on sale. Um, and then what I'm heading to say, as soon as someone says the word, oh, that's nice. Um, yeah, so we're super at May 19 to 21. So, um, that's a Friday, May 19, 20, 20. Yeah, so it's a Friday to Sunday. You can come in early on Thursday if you'd like. 
Uh, we have some room blocks, so I wouldn't book any of your rooms or anything yet uh, because we will have a block and hopefully we try to stay together. Um, so, uh, no, I said she will be a perfect wait. Yeah, I have, to, I have to keep an eye open for it, Susie. Will it be hot in May? I don't know. I was only in San Antonio in October and it was literally my favorite, my favorite trip. So I don't know that it'll be so hot. I don't know. Hot and humid. Lovely. Is it Julie that hot in May already? You've never been to a rodeo in Oklahoma when the rodeo, when rodeo season hits, it's the vet. Yeah. I don't know that I've ever been to a rodeo. I've been to a New Jersey rodeo, but that's like at a Wawa. So it doesn't count. Um, it is hot in May, hot AF in May. Really? Until I realized it was my son's birthday. Leanne, he would want you to go. Bring him. <laughs> Don't bring him. <laughs> is it going to be that hot in May already? Ugh. All right, well, we already started working on the shirts. They're short sleeves, so that's a workout. Um, yeah. Very warm in May. Hmm. Okay. Well, now we know. Uh, so that's it. That's our big announcement. Uh, you can start to think on it. We just wanted to make sure that you had the dates. Uh, I know that our first trip, honestly, when we did the trip to Massachusetts, uh, we had two weeks and it was crazy. And there were so many crazy people that joined us anyway. Um, but a lot of the feedback was, you know, if I had more time, I could plan. Um, we're trying to really get ahead of things. We're trying to make sure that, you know, we have our spring dates and then our Christmas dates will almost always be that first weekend of December. And then obviously the location will change. Um, so um, are Wendy and Robert getting married in Texas? I mean, Melanie, I don't know why they wouldn't. But who am I? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, so that's it. It's big. It's exciting. And we're excited to see how many people. Um, yeah, he won't mind, Candace. You should totally come. Um, but we're super excited. Wendy does such a great job of planning, um, planning everything. And I think she, let me put it this way. Wendy plans these trips as if Wendy was just going by herself and having the best time ever. So she gets so excited about all the details. Um, so, uh, so yeah, it's going to be a great time and we have lots of different things. The funny thing is, is, you know, we plan a lot of stuff over the course of like this three days. Um, sometimes we over plan. And so we have to really like sit down and say like, okay, we probably should let them sit down for five minutes and then go. So you're going to be exhausted. Um, but there's a lot of great things to see. Um, and, uh, and, and put it all together. So, so that's it, everybody. It's a, it's a very exciting Valentine's day. Um, thanks, Melissa. I appreciate it. Um, so yeah, I'm excited that this is as West as we could get. Um, it's hard for us to go far distances, uh, because, you know, in my mind, I feel like these trips are great for a couple reasons. I think it's a great way for you guys to connect with each other. But, you know, my thing is to be able to bring as much as the team as we can, uh, because I think that they're such a big part of, you know, what makes this whole thing work. And, you know, meeting Wendy and Chris and Steph and Andrea and the kids, 
um, is important to me and being able to share it with all of them. And so, um, so we, we're doing our best to make sure that we try to make it as affordable as we can and we try to move it around so that it's easier for some people sometimes and some people are traveling farther. So, um, so hopefully it works for you. And if not this one, then maybe the next. Um, you never know where we'll be heading. So, um, so that's it, everybody. I hope you had a great Valentine's and I will see you in the morning tomorrow. I don't know, Julie. I'm always asking the kids who's coming on these trips. So we'll see who ends up coming. But I usually try to drag one, if not more, of the kids with me. The trip will be 30 minutes for me, Patrice, and you're definitely coming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Future reference. Fly south is better. Good. I know. Steph and I went to the Alamo um, when we were out there, and it was so great. Evie, are you going to come? You should come on our trip. Um, I hope everybody had goulash for dinner. That's my hope. And you can tell me more about that tomorrow. So that's it, everybody. Thanks for joining us this Valentine's Day. I hope you have... Um, a great evening. I will see you tomorrow morning. Um, probably looking a little tired and, uh, and that's it. And we'll have lots more to talk about next week when tickets go on sale. Um, and, uh, I can't wait to see who can join us in San Antonio. So have a great night and thanks for watching as always. And I'll see you in the morning. I'll see ya. Bye.